When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right, we back at it home. Grown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. And we got a stunner man, O2, in the building with us right Not now. Not to be confused with O1. Yeah, because no. don't, don't get them confused. Shout out to the pack. Yo, uh, are, are, do you get... Do you spaz on people when they don't say the O2 when they introduce you or talk to you? I do my best to maintain emotional regulation, so I try not to spaz on nobody. Gotcha. But you feel me? I put the O2 on there because it got great connotations. Feel me? Uh, shout out. I always pay homage to Stunner Man from the pack. Mm-hmm. Feel me? O2, is that, that's my favorite number, one of my favorite numbers. And then O2, chemical symbol for oxygen gas. That's all I spit. Feel me? Okay. Yeah, I, like it is there. I like that. I like that. Edumacated. Exactly. Got to let the people know, man. Big stepping, something, sir. A little something, something. Uh, Big stepping, man. Huge record. It's out right you. now. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, it's getting a lot of attention, a lot of awareness, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's just start off with that right there. Mm-hmm. When you created that, and yeah. I know you probably get asked this all the time, did you know it was going to be as big as it was at the moment? Um, shout out to Quake Beats. Me and him, we came together and made a joint project. He's a producer and engineer on that project. He goes so crazy. He even made the artwork uh, for our project. But when we made it, he said one thing. I was I just had the energy, like I wanted to make a great project. He said we're gonna make an album with no fillers. Mm. So it's like it's one of them things we was trying to be Barry Bonds. It's like anything we get and we put it up to the back, we trying to make a hit. Okay. So that was that was one of them ones. And then All slaps. All slaps. That's it. You feel me? Nine straight. He took the thriller method, you feel me? And then we was like, we one of them is gonna be the great one. And people always come up to me and be like, Man, this song is better, but Big stepping the one that's catching everybody's attention. One of my uh, people on my team, my ANR AB, aka Concrete Ape, um, he actually called it. He heard it. I, I was like, hey, everybody, listen to this project and tell me what y'all feeling. He called it and he put the. He's like, man, drop this at this time with a video. So wow. I just took it serious. For me, I hired a trainer, got in the best shape of my life. Uh, three months straight, February to May. For me, I was just getting right. For me, only thinking big stepping because before the video started. I couldn't hit, or before we dropped the video, I couldn't hit 225. Feel me? And I was like, you know, if I'm a, I can't be saying something in my yeah. lyrics and not be able to do it. That's false promotion. <laughs> right. So you know, we had to ensure that everything in that song was it was valid. You know what I mean? I also saw, I also saw one of the videos. I don't know which one it was, but y'all was working out. Uh, now, nah, I, I no, it wasn't you. Yeah. I saw somebody else working out, mm-hmm. and it was like it's kind of like. I don't know. Maybe I don't. know, You probably inadvertently inspire people to get in shape. And I hope so because yeah. I saw niggas doing push ups. Yeah, people doing like chin ups, pull ups, oh, yeah. and it was like, what does that have to do with big stepping? I was confused. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't yeah. get it. But now that you say that, mm-hmm. it makes wow. sense. We try to make it a double entendre. You know, I, a lot of my music is Trojan horse. You feel me? It give you what you want, but as soon as you taste it, you're like, oh, this is what I needed. Feel me? Big stepping got double connotation in the streets. And then also, you feel me? When you bench pressing, I got four fives on me. You feel me? You can take that how you want. You know what I mean? But, you know, and when at the end of the day, I just want to encourage that positivity. And it's a way you can translate that. Everybody's not going to hear everything the same thing. So if I got some knowledge, uh, if I'm sophisticated enough and I'm intelligent enough, I'm going to make sure everybody in the room can understand it. You do you do you organically program on a regular basis, like as far as working out? Or do you is that something you just do on and off? Or, like, uh, I've been like... It's 
is like going on year six, 2022 would be year six of my workout journey. You feel me? Like I fell off for a minute. I had to get my life right. I was going through some depression. I had dropped out of college and I was like, man, what is has been my foundation for my whole life to keep me on track? And the discipline and consistency it takes to stay in shape feel me undeniable so now i got a trainer he just sent me a workout to do while i'm doing this promo run right now and i the only thing is about just doing it that's yeah. that's the hardest part but once you do it, it it's an hour of your time i work out like two two to three hours now if you do that every day literally or the days you're supposed to even when you don't feel like it then be the biggest times when you don't, don't feel, feel like, like it. Good. as long as you do it Feel me, you're gonna be great because it's gonna be days where you feel amazing. You might not get your workout. It's gonna be times where you feel me, it's like it's it's gonna be hard to get a workout in, but because you've been so consistent, you don't you don't really fall off. Do you do you now cause I'm I'm fat. No, nah, you're you not. You just pleasantly plump. Nah, I'm fat. <laughs> Fuck all that. Um, but I noticed that people who you're not fat. How much you weigh right now? I'm like two, I think I'm I'm heavy. I'm about like 228 right now. Bro, that's, you know, it's crazy. Feel me, six years ago, I was exactly that same weight. Right. Man, six what years What are you ago. at right now, right now? Right now, I weigh 197. See, they, they see, the doctors, mm -hmm. I be thinking they don't know what the fuck they talking about. Yeah. Because the doctor told me I need to be 180. And I'm like, bro, you know what I would look like at 180? Bro, you would look, but it's. it's I would, no, listen, yeah. bro. I would look great. My name is DJ Head. <laughs> Your head would be huge. <laughs> bro, I would look <laughs> Crazy at 180. What are you at, Chuck? What Man, you I'm, at? I'm like a buck 48. Wet. Oh, See okay. what I'm saying? Like for real? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and I, and it was funny. I just went to the doctor. I'm like, yeah. I, I gained weight. You won 48? Yeah, that's I'm, crazy. Hey, bro, this nigga like a damsel in distress yeah, over there. You, like, like, hey. you act like I'm, a, I'm thick or something like that. I look uh, skinny. I'm, where are we going saying? after this? We got to get my man some food. Hey, Yo, no. It worked for you, though. What's wild, though, is that because, because I've been working out more like in yeah. the last year, I actually put on weight. I wasn't exactly. expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's usually what happens because when you work out, your body demands. Either when you lose or gain weight, the reality of it is you need to fuel your engine. Mm. So it's like if you want to, it sounds like it's contradicting, but if you want to lose weight, you kind of have to eat more. Right. But it's what you put in your body because your body's going to burn the calories. So, like, somebody like you where it's like, feel me, 180, like, come on, bro. That's, like, that's hella. That's bro, it was, the doctor was white. Okay, for me that makes sense. You, you know what I'm saying? saying? I mean, I'm like, bro, this 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 melanin shit different. Nah, it's like, way I'm... different. Cause <laughs> look at all these people in the NFL that's like our height. Feel me, two hundred to two twenty. Mike Tyson is a huge example, mm -hmm. right? He was like at his prime, he was between two twenty, two thirty. One of the most healthiest people ever. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's no way that you're you're supposed to weigh one eighty. No and, way. You know what I mean? I'm me. I would look crazy, bro. And the thing yeah. is, where I was about to say was when he told me that, I just looked him looked at him like, bro. You, you know what the fucked up part is? What? The doctors don't be in shape, right? Man, they be telling you you need to get in shape. <laughs> and the doctor told me, he said, you need to increase physical activity. Like what? You, you gonna work to out? <laughs> you gonna come with doctor, me? Like, right. You're right, right, right. And that's why I always feel like, you feel me, the medical industry in itself is damn near a scam. How are you telling me to do and take things that you don't do and take? Feel me? That's why I like the Dr. Sebi methods or these holistic methods. People who have proven formulas that fit a wide range of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially with trainers, too. Like, I would never take advice from a trainer. How are you going to tell me to get a six-pack and you don't have a six-pack? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, shit I like that. that. Were you an athlete prior oh, to yeah, all this? for sure. Okay, I played so football. Play? Shout out, uh, I played football. Um, my coach was, uh, at the time, he was begging me to play basketball, but, you know, I lost my confidence in it, you know what I mean? I had some things, and people was all, you know, you in the hood, everybody tell you you're weak, but you really nice, right. but it's like, it's to build your self-esteem, and it, and that's the, uh, that's the, like, the double-edged sword of the hood, because if you, like, 
your self-esteem low, you're going to be like, oh, I'm really weak. Yeah. But if you like, oh, nah, fuck that. I don't care what nobody say. I just ain't have a passion for it. But football, for me, that was my shit. And shout out to Sacred Heart. Shout out to Bow Boy. Shout out to CCSF. Shout out to Mac. For me, all state champions. My high school, they just won the first state champion. What position uh, did you play? Running back, linebacker, fullback. But I should have played safety because right now, if I, I wish I had the mind now. That's why I'd be so hard on the younger generation because if I knew, everybody say this stuff. If I knew then what I know Man, now. Man, yeah. right now, now I run like at minimum I run like three miles a day. I mean at, at a point I was running five miles a day this year. And it's like I'm thinking like, damn, I just went to go play a flag football game with real athletes and I'm over here. I'm getting interceptions. I'm like, wow. If had I been doing this, you know what I'm saying? But to go back to that, for me having that discipline and that consistency, that's all it be. But yeah. So do you so I mean, because obviously your relationship now with the 49ers, do you oh, get yeah. a do you get a tryout? Oh, man, hey, they need to let me try it one time. You know <laughs> would you saying? Would you try out? If they gave me, like, a year to get right, I think I would just to do it, just to be like, I did it. I just want to be able to make the team. I don't know. So, so you think that, okay, I just want to be clear on what we're saying. Yeah. You're saying if the 49ers gave you a year mm -hmm. to, to get your shit together, yeah. you would be able to make the team. I, I was, of course. Why would I say not? no? You know I'm just, I just want to know that. Yeah, of course. Okay. Like, they as, gave me, as, a, as a safety. I, I probably play running back. Okay. If I was to go try for the 49ers. But I feel like now where I'm at in my life, I probably would be a better safety. But I would go to what I know, play running back. Feel me? I could hit them holes hard. Feel me? I work on my 40 time, get my bench press up. You feel me? We're going to get to at least 20 reps. I'm going to be in there squatting, get my abs right. And then I'm going to be in there. I'm going to have that mentality. I'm going to feel like nobody could tackle me. And then there you go. When you big step and you still winning, we might win a championship, a Super Bowl with me. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not cocky. I'm not on no type of Are time. Are you sure? I'm just, no, I'm just I, of course. What? Hey, anything I do, if I feel like I'm doing it, I'm going to try to be the best. As That's you should. It. That's how I feel too. That's it. So I, I like mean, that. Yeah. And of course, it's going to be fear involved. Of course, it's going to be the unknown. But I'm on some shit like, damn, if that, it's not a dream of mine no more. So if I was to be real about it, I'd be like, I don't really care. Now let me ask you a question. You know what I'm saying? We know, I mean, for those of you that are not sports fans, this is not yeah. for you, but the, the sports fans that are sports fans that yeah. watch our show. Shout out to y'all. What if you were to try out? Yeah, and they had and there were scouts in the stands. The Forty uh -huh. ers didn't let you play. Okay, but the Oakland Raiders. Come on, man! It's Bay Area. I'm gonna say Oakland they because Vegas, the, I know man. I'm gonna say Oakland for the for the sake of the argument. Man, the Raiders was mm -hmm. like, "Come on over here." Come you want on. you want to know why I love the Raiders? Come to death row. When I was in fourth grade, man, uh, I had got like a on the honor roll or whatever you do in fourth grade, and man, the Raiders, bro, took my mom to a spa day. And took her to a game, bro. Oh, wow. And I was like, Napoleon Hill, man, shout out. Or Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill or Napoleon Harris. One of the two. He was a linebacker at the time. Ever since then, bro, I'm a 49ers fan at heart because you feel me? I'm from the city for exactly. real. But it's like when I when I did, I was like, damn, bro, like how could I not respect the organization for that? For yeah. me, you did something. So, of course, I would play for the Raiders. Would you wear a, a Raiders jacket? Of course, I'll wear anything Raiders. What's somebody going to tell me? I can't be a Raiders fan? I literally say, I tweet at the beginning of every season, my three favorite teams are the Niners, Raiders, and the Saints. If you got a problem with it, go talk to your mom about it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm but, yeah, of course I would. Now, no now you, you talk about very, being very intentional uh, with, yeah. with, with your rhymes, with your music as well, man. When did, when did that start? Like, because I'm um, sure you've been doing music for some time, but mm -hmm. when did that part of like the programming get into? Probably that like second grade. I, I went back to my first. That's when, like when I really learned how to write, and it's literally it's crazy because when I learned how to write, I instantly I have a poem book, mm -hmm. and it was trash, but it was like when I I, I remember like saying stuff and like really meaning it, and then we start learning how to write in cursive, and I just remember like. Even in middle school, 
they had gave us an assignment, like it was a poetry assignment. And it was like, all right, I'm going to give y'all 20 minutes. You got like 15 words and they all like vocabulary words, three syllable words or whatever. It's like fit how many you can into a poem or fit how many you can into this. So I was like, wow, you trying to you tell him, give me a challenge? I got right, this. Come on. And I did that. And I just remember like the satisfaction of being able to do that. And then they saying, who, who, who actually, who used the most words? I was like, man, I use all 15. It's like, all right, come read it. And I was like, all right. I came and read it, was confident with it, it my flow. And it was like that, that feeling, like public, I love public speaking. I love writing and I love being able to take something that you would think is crazy and making it rhyme with not only rhyme with something, but making it mean something. Right. So it's just like always, always doing that because, you know, I like to talk a lot and I try to uh, censor myself as much as possible. But it's about not always how much you say it's what you say and how impactful it is. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to uh, and when I'm making music. Either the feeling got to be intentional or the uh, the uh, the value or the words got to be intentional. Do you still have like some of these books from from back in the day? I got to find them. They probably at my mom's house. So you don't remember like the first rhyme nah, that you've ever read? I remember the first, the first rhyme I memorized. Was it trash? No, the first one I memorized? Oh, that was hard. I Boy. wrote that. Oh, it's called Love. I was like, love, what is love? Is love that feeling you achieve when you do not use a glove? Is that love? Or is love that thing when a man gives a woman a ring? I think that's love. Now, wait, love be them times where your homies hit you like, hey, bruh, let's go out and go crazy. But she'd be like, nah, I'm finna just kick it with my baby. Nah, they see, that's love. Now, wait, 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 wait. Love is hot like fire and like fire can't smolder. But love is also cold like the North and South Pole, meaning love is by. Polar, you see what mm -hmm. I did? You see what I did? And I was, you know, something like that. And it's a whole long poem. But <laughs> you got to get them snaps yeah, in for that Because yeah, I was really on the poetry. Yeah. Like they have they have a video of me like four years ago, like doing one of my first shows, and it was a poetry event, and I was right. just doing all of that. Now, did you do that for the women? I mean, I did it for myself, but you know, it was female inspired. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> what, what what do as a heterosexual man, what do we really do things for? Like, it depends. All right, I so, do things to deter women a lot. So. Okay, because you got because you handsome. You that guy. No, DJ, it's not even that. It's he just, didn't, he didn't I, get that name because the size of his head. If you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I just don't. I just don't care that much <laughs> oh, to be honest. Sense. But that's like me. I'll fart on a you know eating yeah, with a girl. That's normal. You know what I'm saying? You but, fart? Uh, of course. Why would I hold my flatulence for anybody? <laughs> that's how. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, hey it's crazy my though. team not in here because they could tell you, they'd be like, I'll let it go. You have to. Because I can't be myself. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> you got to. But Bro. It's like, but it's things like. Because you be sitting there bloated and uncomfortable yeah. and then to get all up in here. Nah, just... man, we ain't doing all that. <laughs> I'm letting it out. I be in the gym, the club. I be at a show. Let it go. Boom. Man, for sure. Yeah. Come on, I don't care. Hey, what's the. uh? Okay, we're going to get off of this, but yeah. what's the most embarrassing, not embarrassing, what's the most awkward place that you've, you know, expressed your flatulence it's never awkward for me because i'm to, the other, to other people i'm saying uh, to other people i don't know because like like me, have you done it in an elevator crowded elevator i've done it in an elevator i've done it in a bed what with a young a lady me too man right after and it's like no what about man. during have you ever done it during the intercourse Wait, what? um most I've done likely it during, yeah what my, the, probably not that i'm right. i'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm like, how you do it I'm actually a virgin, well, so I was, no, I was because <laughs> no, because I was, I was, I'm waiting till marriage. I was like, I was, you know, aggressively asserting Going myself. In. Yeah, you feel me? And, 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 man, and, you, and, you, 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 you,
You know what I'm saying? West, Alpha male. West Coast. You know what I'm saying? You was in there doing your thing. Doing my thing. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So, trying to procreate. Uh, Extend your lineage. Well, practice procreating. Exactly. See, there you go. Don't you gas him up, dog. Hey, don't yeah. nah, you got to, man. Don't <laughs> gas him up, man. I fuck with him. Man, hey, I fuck with y'all, too. I fuck hey, with man, you. you. You got the project coming. It's <laughs> yeah. big, man. It's Talk big. about that, bro. Hey, man, it's a mindset. We was in... Uh, we was in Paris, I believe. We was on a trip for the movie Last Black Man in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch that. Me and a homie Gunner goes global here. We right now. Shout out to Jim and Joe. Feel me? They threw us in this movie. We went out the country with it. Ended up quitting my job. A whole bunch of crazy shit. But on that uh, trip, you feel me? We denounced the word Lil. Like, feel me? In our vernacular, especially in the hood, uh, hoods across America, everybody be like, oh, we finna go bust this little move. Mm. Oh, we finna make this little paper. And then we were sitting down, and I'm reading this book. The things you need to do before you quit your job. Mm. And everything, I got to page nine. I didn't even need to read it before I really was like, fuck it, I don't need this job. But it's like, in a span of that, everything that they was talking about, and also I was reading the book simultaneously, um, You're a Badass at Making Money. Mm. Everything in there was synonymous with doing big shit. And then the homie uh, Ace, who now one part of my management, the homie Gunner Goes Global, was an artist as well, we was like, bro... Everything we say, bro, it got to put big in front of it. Man, this a big move. This a big million. Because you think about it, what would you want? You want a little million dollars or a big million big, dollars? Big million, right, right. And that big, it's the connotation is different because little million, shit, that can only last you for a week. Your moves you make with that can only go so far. You can feel uh, crunched or small because of that million. That big million is different. Right. That big, oh, this is my first million. This is right. huge. I can't lose that. It's when you minimize things in your life, it, 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 it only takes... It's like it it takes a life when you minimize it. But when you maximize it, you get everything out of it. That's why it's big stepping. It ain't little stepping. You're supposed to push a record 180 days. I'm on 181. Then we're going to push this shit till it's, feel me, the biggest stepping you ever heard. I mean, but it's a mentality. It's an ideology. And that's what we put in this project produced by Drew Banger from Oakland. Yep. The sound is huge. Everything on there is big. It's Bay Area, but it's it's Bay Area to another degree. It's like we he, he said to me. Nobody has championed the sound in our area. So it's like, let's champion the sound. Let's make it to where it's like, when you hear this, it give you chills. You feel me? When you hear this, it's like you want to play it on every sports uh, center, but you still speaking the colloquialisms. You still speaking the positive energy and you still talking shit. So with, with that said, when you put it all together, it's like a burrito and it's big. You feel me? I, I want to go back to something real, real quick because uh, I like I like I like where you went with it. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned books. Are yeah. you in the books? Of course, audio books. Of course, bro. I'm in the audio books too. That's my shit. Drop drop those two again for the people that may have um, missed it. Uh, the things you need to do before you quit your job. Do you know about who? Uh, I don't know about okay, who. Let me. I could I could look it up. No, it's all good. Okay, for sure. And then. Um, you're a badass at making money, and she got another ba- uh, book called "You're a Badass." Bro, you feel me? I gotta look up the. If audio. I can give you a couple of them, bro. Please. Um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I love that book by Mark Matt. Oh, you fuck yeah, with that? I okay. fuck with that one. Okay. Uh, my spiritual advisor gave me one. It's called the Twenty One Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Oh, I need to look. Oh, I need to get that one. Can you give me this after? Yeah, yeah, I got but you. But say it on here so I got the people you. know. I got you. And then, um, bro, in dealings with with, with women, mm-hmm. the way of the superior man. Oh, that's the one. Bro. The one where he got it's hella dudes. Bro, no, it, bro. Yeah. That book changed my life. Man. Changed my life. Uh you so you know about sexual transmutation. Bro, sexual transmutation, bro, all of that. I'm, bro, it's everything. crazy cause the, the, the feminine energy, the man. masculine. Yeah, all of that. Once you they it's another book. I forgot what it was, but um I'm gonna try to get it to you. I'm gonna just send you my list I got. But and it said that 
men don't really reach their success until after 35 because that's when they finally get a grip on how to deal with their testosterone mm-hmm. and how to deal with their sexual urges. Correct. You know what I mean? So it's like that was that from Superior Man or Bro, that was that was from a that was a quote from another another you, another book. You know but, what I'm talking about. But they about, talk about the same shit. Yeah, bro, that's yeah. crazy. Anyway. Man. Bro, that's so, that's fire. I love that you into that you, because a lot of people, especially um Rappers, yeah. right? They we, they get boxed in like, oh, this person mm-hmm. is, you know, this and that, or whatever. Yeah. Shout out to my um, young homie Flip De Niro. Oh yeah, he was genius. I just met him at uh, Day in Vegas. Word. Yep. yep. He's just, in. The I book. introduced him and Pilo. Yep. He's dope. in the books and shit too. Oh yeah. Um, but going back to the other thing that's you dope. said as far as uh, putting big in front of everything, I think mm-hmm. that's big on what, what Chuck was saying, setting intention. Oh, for sure. Behind everything that y'all are doing, has anybody slipped up? Of course, we slip up all the time, but the thing is, failing forward is the best way to fail. You know what I mean? So it's like, even when the team fail, at first, when we was like, when we brought it to the big team or the whole team, it was like, all right, every time you say something, you talk down to yourself, you do this, it's 25 push ups. Come on. Ooh. So you feel Ooh. me? Everyone's getting it in. Now, my team, we've been in the gym. The whole team, I got a gym memberships at my gym, Get Bent. Shout out to Jason Romero and Pila. You feel me? Everybody in there now. Now it's like, we passed the little shit. Now, as you show up late, you feel me? You miss a workout, then you doing, you got to pay a penalty. Yeah. And that's sprints or something crazy like that. Discipline. You know what I'm saying? And then it gets to the accountability where, where it's now, it's like, oh, I missed a little class or, ah, oh, that was a, uh, this is a little step or anything where it comes to accountability. Now, that's no longer little. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, uh, when you think of something to be small and, you, the small things are the things that build up. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at something that you need to take accountability on and you think it's big, it no longer becomes a problem because you don't put it off. Right. It's not like, oh, that's a little ticket. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's a big, big ticket. ticket. You right, feel right. me? Even if it's $50, even right. if it's small, yeah. you go knock that out because it's like, damn, you don't want that problem. And for me, procrastination was my devil. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I was waiting hella long in college. You feel me? I'm waiting to the last minute to write papers, even though I could do it within the first couple of days. And making music, I could write this verse right now, but why Why would I wait till last minute? But now, you feel me? Now, speaking of big, hold on, I got to get this off. Speaking, no, speaking of big, yeah. okay, big price tag on your on the juice. Come on, man. Like, mm. like now, I, I went to go look to see about copies of the juice. Exactly. It's like $20. It's like eight, you feel me? It's 20, no, it's $21. Yeah. For the 16, because I saved it. Yeah. Okay, but you get, it's three. Yep. So you get it's twenty one dollars for the six for three sixteen ounces. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thirty, you get what? How much is that? Forty eight ounces. I'm not good at math. That's a good okay. price. That's yeah, that's a bad. great price. I'm three. I'm explaining to you why. Okay, go good. All right. So basically, the uh, for each individual juice is worth fifteen point eight dollars. So I cut the price tag in half so people it could actually be buyable. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually taking a loss on how much I should be charging people. Gotcha. With the ingredients, we use three ingredients. Femi, it's on the bottle. It's two grams of added sugar, and it's a healthy alternative to soda. No alcohol, THC, CBD, caffeine, or cane sugar. I mean, and it's sparkling, too. You're not going to get a better drink than that. And I promise you, <laughs> it's not a laxative drink, but when you drink it, it, if you've been eating bad, I promise you're gonna go to the bathroom. Just push all that out, man, for sure. Cause so it's like a linebacker, exactly. It's nope, a, just push all that out the way. We are gonna call it a linebacker. You feel me? Because it's, <laughs> I it's, it's on that. that. And I, it's I did. Good. Come on, man. I did. That's Hollywood. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man, the only way that we 
we're going to get further and across the world is if we bring more people in. Right, like right, right, right. But it's, it's a lime base. And if you know, lime and lemon are natural detox. Yeah. You know I mean, so when you're drinking that, and it's a bottle, we're using a whole bunch of natural lime juice. When you're drinking that, as soon as it hits your stomach, if you've been eating bad, you're going to hit that toilet. You wow. feel me? Get it up out of there. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back on something you said kind of briefly, man. You mentioned yeah. you mentioned depression. Now, a lot of people you yeah. know, battle with this, whether it's internally or kind of you know publicly or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. Um, how do you? How did you get out of that funk? And maybe some advice for people that are kind of going through something right now. What advice would you give to them? Yeah, so I got my degree in psychology from St. Mary's, um, my BS, because of that. You feel me? Like, when I dropped out of college the first time, I didn't really know why I did. I knew why. I knew the reasons. But what was the reason why I couldn't push forward? Beyond that, when I was 12 years old, I was making a lot of transitions. I mean, I suffered from chronic eczema. I was uh, I had trauma from not having a, a dad, single parent. I mean, I just met my dad this this year all of these things that I, I didn't really understand but as I was learning about it you feel me I had to figure out my personal traumas and figure out why I was doing things my biggest example is why was I smoking weed and why did I feel like an overcompensation to have sex with a lot of women mm -hmm. you feel me so it was to fill a void you know what I mean as soon as I met my dad not only did I stop smoking but feel me I was in a polygamous relationship I was dating multiple women I ended up saying I don't need to do that right now I don't need it that's not for me and it was crazy that that end up happening i don't have, think anything long is wrong with polygamy but it, it's crazy that when i was younger i knew because when you're from the hood it's like i feel like it's three reasons you get respect you either knocking people down you getting some real money like you trapping or you knocking some buns down you feel right, me? Right. you 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 play, you play her with the women because i w didn't have those two i knew i wasn't a, a gangster or in terms of that sense yeah. i'm not a criminal thug i knew i didn't want to really do hella crazy shit to do other than what I've done to get illegal money. For me, that wasn't my wave. But I knew, for me, I knew how to treat women. I grew up with women all my life. Mm -hmm. So that was my lane. And I translated that. And that's how I got my respect. Oh, Stunner always got the buns around. Look at little Jordan. He always, I remember one time, two chicks pull up to the block. And then they call me. And they're like, we outside your house. They went to go see two other dudes real reputable in the street. I ended up leaving with them. And they hit me like, bruh. You different with it. Like, it's something like, it's like, it, but it's a different thing when a person who you know is almost a millionaire in the streets, a person who you know is a known, feel me, doing this thing, is calling you and patting you on your back. Yeah. I don't care where you from, you feel me? Yeah. It's a different thing where the big, the people who the big names in the hood is giving you love. So to get back on topic, you know, when I was 12, I was having all these, this, like this depression. And I was like, I couldn't figure it out. And then and when college, the same thing happened, you feel me? And it, it resorted back to, you feel me, my skin and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let me go learn about this mm -hmm. so I could figure it out. So not only I don't have to go through it again, I could give people uh, different ways to do stuff. So my biggest thing to resolve depression is to catch it. And, you know, you got to know yourself, of course. So you got to analyze. My thing is if, uh, if I'm sleeping in a little bit too late, if I'm um, now I'm feeling kind of groggy because I'm a high energy person, mm -hmm. you got to identify your triggers, too. Yeah. If somebody start talking about like, oh, I'm I'm. I'm not phased by it now, but like somebody might bring it, bring up uh, a two parent household or somebody might bring up a traumatic event. Like, feel me, I, I lost a lot of friends this year. I lost like about eight people that was real close to me. People, mm -hmm. two that was involved in the movement all the way. So it's like it's like it's hard. You feel me? So when I think about that, I identify my triggers. I, I be in my emotions. It's OK to be sad. It's OK to be angry. It's uh, of course, it's OK to be happy. But, you know, especially as men and black men, they tell us not to feel emotions. So that time where you might have got hit or hurt and they said, stop crying. You wasn't only 
uh, putting those uh, emotions down, Beyond you was kind of centering your happiness yeah. too because you it's just emotion at all around. So, you know, you got to identify your triggers. On top of that, you have to live within your coping mechanisms and you have to feel like, figure out, okay, what are my things that keep me on point? I know my thing is working out. Some people think, and they can live and manage this, may be smoking. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you see, certain people got different coping mechanisms, whether they be positive or negative. In our generation, it used to be crack. It used to be drinking a 40 or whatever you think. It used to be drinking. Now our generation is sipping lean. Yeah. It's popping pills, you feel me? And you see it rampant. It's like, damn, a lot of people sip it because it's a trend and it's cool but the reality of it is a lot of people are dealing with their own personal trauma and no matter how good a person's story is you could be a multi-millionaire come from a good family never had a problem in your life you still that doesn't mean you don't have uh the justification to be feeling depressed you know what i'm saying and you got yeah. you said you got your your degree in psychology. Yeah, psychology so you went back to school yeah i ended up going back to school i i, I started off strong for me i had a plan i wanted to be an OBGYN. not to touch on vagina but because <laughs> i saw bill cosby i don't think that's a i don't think that's a <laughs> that's, that's not better your case I, that that's I, that's let me, let me, that's kind of not better let me let me <laughs> let me redo it i saw cliff huxtable <laughs> there we you go feel me? there we go the and show. it was yeah, more yeah, there we go. and there it was go. more about <laughs> Less of being an OBGYN and more about I want that I want that family that strong unit you know what I'm saying that upper echelon black lifestyle where it's like man I got a beautiful wife I got hella kids I get to go I'm I'm a um I'm a staple in my community not just my community I'm really making a difference and that's what I really wanted that was a hero to me you know what I mean so it's like still a hero you know what I mean and I'm happy he got exonerated it's unfortunate those situations happen but you know but going back on topic when I wanted to do that it was like I had to figure out what I wanted to do and I came in hot, but I didn't come in with the right intentions. It's hard becoming a doctor. Shout out to everybody doing that. So when I went on my first time, I had lost my support system. My mom lost her job. My grandma moved back to New York. So it was like I was in New Orleans. I went to college initially in New Orleans. I'm out there by myself. So then it's like not only you lose your support system, I'm not listening. I think I know everything. I'm fresh 18. I'm smoking. I stopped playing sports. I lose my coping mechanism. Sports, football was essential because I was working out, so I was in shape, feeling good. I was consistent on doing that, and then I was disciplined. You got somebody telling you, you need to be here at 6 a.m. every day. You got to make sure you hit the weights. And then it's that competitiveness I feel like every young man, especially every young black man, needs to go in there and compete and know, okay, I could hold my own uh, if, against another man or in just in general. That makes it's, it pushes you to a different level. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't talk about those necessary things men need for their testosterone and whatnot. So I lose all of this stuff. I pick up smoking, and I'm not taking care of my skin. My skin was breaking out. I'm in a new place, feel me? And I'm just like, man, life is terrible. I, I fought for a semester and a half, but eventually a lot of great things happened. But I was like, I was like, damn, I was mentally defeated, mentally, emotionally defeated, spiritually defeated too. Gave up on my belief of God damn near. Had to come back home and revalue uh, re myself. But it, everything has a silver lining because had I not did that, I would have never found my passion for acting. I would have never tried to go play football again at a JC. And in the midst of that, right before that, audition for a movie, Last Black Man in San Francisco, which all leads up to right now. You feel me? So yeah. Now, it all I, worked out. That's that's a that's a testimony. For Man, sure. for sure. It was it's a beautiful story. I'm happy I didn't give up. I'm I I if I would have gave up, I just I don't know what that's a lot of people who have a worse situation than I did. And then 
they didn't give up but want to give up. So, you know, just encourage people, you know, if you at a low point or if it's not good, that means you're not at the end. Feel me? It's like a movie. You know what I mean? You got to have your rising action, got to have your comp, uh, your conflict, but you know it's not, uh, the movie's not over until, you feel me, it works out the right way. Now, now one more big thing we got to talk about, man. Yeah. The, the OG... You know what I'm saying? San Francisco, got to talk about Big Rich, man. Come on, man. Shout out to Big Rich. Rich and the impact that he's had on. Oh, on man. His life. name, it's all in his name, man. It's hella funny because Rich, I've known him for years. You know what I mean? He always showed me hella love, always believed in me, positive energy. But the way we got tapped in is because of my girl. She's a model and an actress, you feel me? And she, I was like, hey, I'm talking to my team. Like, hey, we got to, how can we get to a certain level? And we got to tap in with Rich. My girl, she set up the meeting. She was one of the people helping me um, uh, talk and connect to him. And ever since then, it's been, for me, it's been a beautiful relationship. Yeah. We from the ne same neighborhood. Him and my partner, Gunner, they from the same block. So you feel me? And it's like right where we live at, feel me? Like It's like down the street. It's like five blocks, if that. And it's like growing up around people and doing business with people who have the same ideology of you in a in a, a certain radius it's crazy and it's different generations so we we can understand each other to a certain degree we've seen what has happened in filmo in san francisco to hold us back from going that next level and we coming together on some shit to be like hey look we know this is what history says. Let's not repeat this and let's go be better. Mm -hmm. So it's dope. Him and his wife, they've been doing an amazing job. They've been teaching me so much. They've been helping me get to a level that I didn't even think I could achieve. So I'm happy they believed That's in me. That's what's up. You know what I mean? It's dope. That's you know? super dope. Now, now, you talked about all the things you overcame, all the yeah, things yeah. from back. But let's let's talk about moving forward, man. The year man. can't end without... And when I say year, we can go a year yeah. from now, man. Okay. Speak intentional. These those those, those that uh, Speaking shit to existence. This is those, that part of the show. Hell yeah. What, the year can't end without Stunner Man 02 doing what? Man, still winning. Simple as that. You feel me? Still winning is an ideology. It's a mantra. You know what I mean? When I yell still winning on the track, it's like a spiritual yell. It's like when people say amen. You know what I mean? It's, that's what we're going to do. And still winning don't mean you always just winning. I mean, even in the midst of a loss, I mean, even in the midst of your worst fortune, you still have that mindset to be like, you know what? This is not my, the end of my story. I'm going to get out of this. And that's what we're doing. Now, I have we have to do something called the homegrown head scratcher. Come on. Okay, these are elementary school test questions. Oh, damn. People call in and, 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 and choose whether you got it right or wrong. Okay. And depending on that, they win stuff. This sounds hard. Man. So, you got this. Come on, man. Okay. You, you, you these, these are, Let me sit come up. Come on, Let man. We, 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 we talking grades. What happened? We... Bro, great. You all seen smarter than the fifth grader? Just some tough questions. These are grade school questions. How many scales does an alligator have? What? I didn't even know alligators <laughs> have scales. Are you ready? Come on, let's do it. I'm ready for whatever. This is this is simple. Okay. So don't be scared. You scared? Of course. But I'm not going to. How many wheels do a tricycle have? Tricycle, that's three, right? You you tell me. A tricycle. Tricycle. Wheels. I'm going to say three. Okay. Boom. Try. There yeah, there, there we go. All right. Hey, try it and win again. All right. Hey, next people, one. people be getting that wrong? Next one. Okay. Did I get that wrong? No, you, you got, got it right. All right, for sure. Which bird can fly backwards? Which bird can fly backwards? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is different. <laughs> you gotta guess. Um, I'm gonna say none. <laughs> <laughs> I said which bird? Oh, which? There is a bird that flies back. It is. Right? Yeah. Uh, damn, a bird that flies back. It's like an obvious bird, bro. You tell take me what guess. bird can fly backwards. Yeah. Well, bird that flies. Just backwards. take a guess. Okay. Say all of them. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all or none. All of them. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Man, all, all or none. <laughs> Shit. All right. We going big. Yeah, all right, fuck we, it. All the pterodactyl. 
<laughs> hey, hey, honestly, shit. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Man. Hey, shout out to the third grader that know that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually um, at Party on. It's a sparrow. It's, yeah. a, it's a Spanish sparrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Like, how did you right. know what that? Is, what what is genius. it? All? I'm curious now. Which one is it? Yeah. Hummingbird. A hummingbird oh, does. Oh, yeah. And it can stop in space, or stop in place, too. See, off the top of my head, I wouldn't have got that. But like, right. The only reason why I'm, I'm telling you the answer, there'll be people in the comments that's like, yo, but what's the answer? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Got the people to answer. Hey, shout out to hummingbirds. All right, last one. You ready? I think so. What do you call the liquid rock inside the earth? Liquid rock inside the earth. <laughs> if sediment is the actual rock, liquid rock inside the earth would somewhat be the core. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I'm going to say magma. Fuck it. Yeah. All Bang. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I did good. my best. That was good. I did my best. I thought he was. Go- I don't know where yeah, the fuck yeah, he was hey, going with that. Hey, normally, I, I when I I, I kind of knew that one. So normally, when I do somebody ask me a question like that, I'd say go some all shit all like, the way right. "You ever seen Black Dynamite?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they'd be yeah, saying yeah. like, "Yeah, so this this," and then this would be something hella completely different, like <laughs> right. Morongo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we knew that was you. Yeah. Now, go ahead. now I want to ask you, uh, being from the Bay, yeah, the hip hop, especially. I'm gonna say just overall, but yeah. hip hop especially has gotten a lot of slang from the Bay. For sure. What's something that you think that the Bay adopted that they got from somewhere else? Is there anything? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think Detroit is like our cousins, so I feel like somewhat of the energy and what we've been on. Like I know the uh, neighborhood I'm from, Pay Street. I'm not with the shit. I gotta make that disclaimer. But um, they say a word heavy. Feel me? And that's definitely from Detroit. That's some Detroit slang. That's some de- mm. for sure some Detroit slang. What up though? I feel like Detroit is like sound wise. I think like Atlanta is set the pace for the whole industry, but Detroit just Bay specifically. I think that's like the biggest one. And Detroit and New York, just because the neighborhood I'm from, when hella people left Harlem to go to the West Coast, they came to Fillmore. Mm. So it's like a lot of our sauce. You feel me? Shit like Steez and all them other words. You feel me? Came from New York. So it's like when it comes to that shit, Detroit for sure. Like, but it's like it's an ongoing thing. And those who know, if you know, you know. If you don't, feel me? You just saying anything. Like it's it's too many parallels. Like Detroit is like the mecca of like. American cars, mm-hmm. feel me? Bay Area, feel me? Swinging whips. Most of the cars that you swinging are American muscle, you feel me? Right. So it's like shit like that. And then it got the terminology, the vibe, the energy, you know what I mean? So I use a lot of, I, I use hella and bruh yeah. every day. But it's Dang. like, it, when, he, when it come down to it, this is what I think of it. As long as I call it women, bro. Yeah, that's that's feel me. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's a bro right there. That's a bro. That bro got a fat ass. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. It just, if somebody not from here, it sounds crazy. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful. You put if you know, you know. You now know what I'm saying? another thing too, real quick, real quick, yeah. um, is when the homies come down here from the bay, yeah. I always have to tell my LA homies that they from the bay. Oh yeah, cause because we say they, blood and cuz hella yeah. much. Both. Yeah. Both of them in the same yeah. sentence. Yeah, and, 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 and I remember one time, shout out to my homie, uh, yeah. shout out to the homie Rocky. Okay. Uh, he Be from careful. In, he from Inglewood. Uh-huh. And the homie uh, DC. Okay, yeah, I know DC. DC was, was in the room with us, and he said he said some shit, and I just saw, I just knew immediately. Was like, they was like, <laughs> wait, who is this nigga? Yeah. I'm like, hold on, oh, yeah. he from the Bay. And they was like, uh, oh, okay. okay. Real weird, real of fast. Course, like, of course, like yeah, that's that terminology, man. Yeah. We don't be knowing. We it be genuine. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know. I, I don't. Yeah. I know now. Yeah. But when I first start hanging out with homies like, from the Bay, yeah. I didn't, I was I was looking at them the same way. Like, where yeah. was up with this nigga? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you you mentioned something earlier about 
uh, champion in the sound of the bay. You feel yeah. like that's 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 what you guys are incorporating with with this new sound that you got, sure, right? Sure, man. You don't feel like the the the, the hyphy movement that was super champion. I feel like that movement was dope, and I feel like that was definitely champion. But I also I feel like I'm not gonna say it's outdated, mm-hmm. but it's just like when it had crunk. You don't look at Atlanta sound right now as crunk. It's mm-hmm. crunk rebranded. Got it. You feel me? So it's not like we not hyphy. We not putting putting it down at all. We just taking something and we rewording it. Like for example, when you go to school, they have the fifth edition. Then the next year they're gonna have the sixth edition. Gotcha. And it might be some similar words. It might be teaching you the same stuff, but it's translated in a different way. Why? They didn't learn something new, they didn't learn something different. You know what I mean, so that's all we wanna do. We wanna give you that sound, that energy, you yeah, feel me? Yeah. And we might not have found a word for it necessarily yet, but right, the movement might be as big. Yeah. I mean, hyphy might be the big movement now. Yeah. So it's like nothing wrong with that. It's like, and we're always, we will always be hyphy. But it's like at the same time, it's like let's elevate, right? You feel me? Because why would we not elevate? Go pay, big, exactly. Let's pay. You know, he he, a, he yeah. get it. Yeah. Let's pay homage to what happened. Let's get them they flowers. Say y'all set the uh, y'all set the foundation. Now we're gonna build on it. I mean, that's anybody it. that you haven't worked with yet that you want that everybody, you, everybody. Drake. Um, I need Tom Brady on the track. LeBron, we need to get you in the studio. Who I don't else? think you want LeBron in the studio. Why he many? I just I don't know. I feel well, like what he, would you have LeBron do? Let me say some shit like, yeah, this LeBron, you know, we big stepping and all this shit. I'm, we still winning with it, man. I don't care about none of that. For me, Steph, you my homie, but it's beef. Get Steph Curry in there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I would love to get anybody who got a real passion and got good energy. I need to make a song with you. From the, uh, it don't matter if you the biggest big name artist from a Drake to Chris Brown to whoever you think, all the way to like, if this gonna be your damn near your first song, but you got the energy to it, a lot of people have made hits on the first time they ever gotcha. touched the mic. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, but hey, man, get at me. If you you really bought it, you know what I mean? You got a name or not, let's get it in. Nobody better than nobody. How can they find you? How can they contact you? How can they get big, man? Hey, man, hey, you already big by it's, it'll, I can't make you big. You got to make yourself big. I made myself big. Now it's your turn. Find me, Stunnerman02, spell house sound, use Ebonics, not the ER, you feel <laughs> me? The A, you got to put the Stunner, Stunnerman02. That's on Instagram. All platforms, you're going to find me all the way from, feel me, like Facebook all the way to, I mean, Apple Music. You'll find me. It's one name. Then on top of that, if you want to have some of the juice on Instagram, it's big, zero, two, then juice. All spelled how sound. Then if you want to come get some merch, we got still winning, O2. And that's not spelled with a G. Again, use the A-A-V-E. That's African-American vernacular English. Put that I-N on it. You know what I'm saying? Put that spin on it. So there you go. Win. Yo, man. Man, we're still winning. Having the, loved having this conversation, man. Son of Man O2, man. Refreshing. Str- uh, stream that. Support that. Whatever yeah. he's got going on, man. Appreciate you coming on through, Yeah, hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Homegrown hey. Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Son of Man O2. What you got to say? Hey, do me a favor and have a beautiful evening.